Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Welcome to episode 26 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about being great commissioned people. You know, in church revitalization, we talk a lot about re-evaluating who we are and where we are in this season and the life of the church. And one of the things that we have to look forward to or begin to dream about, begin to catch the vision, is that's being great commissioned people. Before we get into today's episode, I want to thank our sponsor, the Eastern Kentucky District, comprised of 57 churches led by District Superintendent Doug Wyatt. The district has discovered that even in her mountainous green paradise, covered with forests and dissected by streams, people still need Jesus. The Eastern Kentucky District's influence stretches from all areas east of the dividing line of Interstate 75 in the Commonwealth of Kentucky, to her southern border in the beautiful Cumberlands, along the Ohio River to the north, and to the west side of the district where she joins the Appalachian Mountains. The Eastern Kentucky District of Churches is responding to the call to be kingdom people. And that's what I want to talk to you today about as we look at this call of being kingdom people under the guise of Great Commission people. As the ball dropped in Times Square on New Year's Eve in 2019, the world looked on with anticipation for a new decade and a year ahead. A pandemic, political polarization, and populist splits splintered the hopes and dreams of many with a bang. With the advent of 2020, the clarity that many longed for became clouded. As major cities erupted in riots and protests related to police brutality and differences stoked by political and community leaders, we had to ask ourselves, where was the church? Sadly, many were closed for months and restrictive mask mandates seemed to choke out the presence of God as churches labored to find common ground amongst all the turmoil. It was in this season of darkness that God's light began to shine brighter. As the world outside the church walls began to groan with differences, the church inside the walls started to awaken to the needs around them. She began to see that the need to connect more deeply with each other and with a community that was crying out for help. Far too many churches had become social clubs who maintained the workings of the church to fit the best interest of themselves rather than the neighborhood around the church property. This uncertain season of strife forced the church to look in outside at the needs around them as numbers inside began to wane. The crisis that pounded like a beating drum against the psyche of the church's soul could not be ignored any longer. A change had come to the community of faith, and the question that had to be asked, was the church willing to change or adapt its mission to reach the broken community around them, or ignore the plight and slowly die for a lack of attendance? It would, it would only be through a, the guidance of the Holy Spirit that the church would reconnect to the community in such a transformational and missional way that would help save them, meaning the community and the church both. The last two years has been daunting. The last two years has probably been the most challenging that you have ever faced as a leader inside the local church. But sadly, if you look at the news, if you read the newspaper, you realize it's only getting worse. And so what do we do? 
What do we do as kingdom people? What does your local people do? So I want to break this down into a couple of points. And the first one is this. The promise of expanding the kingdom into the wider community must be done today. As the world seemed to be cratering into a social civil war, the local church had a choice. To either join the fight for whatever side they felt pulled towards, or to see Christ amid the darkness. A missional-focused church sought the broader mission of Christ and join hands with those who are hurting and begin to love like never before the community around them. While differences are present, the presence of God is guiding the process, which enables you as the local church leader and the local church to bridge the difficulties, to bridge the differences, and allow these bridges to be built where once wide gaps laid. It has been said that the love can overcome many sins. And when your local church is leading out of love, you will become the great commission people that God has called you to be. My friends, outside of your church doors today is a community waiting to be embraced with your love and the love of Christ. I want to challenge you to explore where the community needs are, locate them, and then go there. Bring what you and others have found in examining these community needs, and then I want you to share them. Share them with your people. Call a meeting. Call a special meeting of your church. Do it on a Wednesday night. Do it on a Sunday night, but share. Share the information that's gleaned in these neighborhood examinations. Share it on a whiteboard or on a piece of paper or at an open-air meeting where ideas and conversations of those needs are addressed and then pray over them. You do not have to reinvent the spiritual will. All you have to do is to have the will to see where God is already at work and go there. I want to encourage you, as the meeting concludes, let me challenge you to keep the conversations going so that the church does not fall into missional ineffectiveness. Sadly, for a number of decades, many of our once glorious churches have fallen into missional ineffectiveness. This is when you write a check instead of going and serving. It's when you bring in a missionary once a year and think that's enough. That's missional ineffectiveness. As the mission ideas have been captured, specifically at this meeting that you would hold, it is time to develop a plan to become more missionally engaged as a church. You want to revitalize? Then you have to reconnect with the people around you. And so the second big point is this, the plan to develop every church attendee as a missionary. Let me say that again. You must have a plan to develop every church attendee as a missionary. From the pastor to the pew, everyone has the potential to be a missionary for God. I use the word potential because it's really a choice. Sadly, many inactive churchgoers want to attend church but do not want to live out what they are learning. As everyone is called a missionary, that disobedience, I imagine, must grieve God. And while some may ignore or even outright reject the call on their lives, as a leader in the church, as the pastor, as a lay leader on the board, or an influential leader in your church, you have an obligation to develop a workable plan to share the vision, design training, and then activate and deploy the missionary forces into your community. 
So how do you do that? Well, let's break it down. You got to share the vision. The first point of sharing the vision is consider the specific needs that the church desires to focus on within the community. The second thing is, is once you realize why you want to serve and where that need is, find three to six nonprofit agencies that are diverse in what they do and need volunteers. The third thing is, is once those partnerships are secured, have a night inside your church where each of these agencies can come and share with your lay missionaries so that they can learn firsthand the needs, what they might be doing, and then how their investment will make a difference. What I'm trying to share with you tonight or today is that you got to share the vision. You got to consider the needs, find the partner agencies, multiple, because not everybody's going to like one thing. And then once you do that, encourage the agencies to come and share with your people. The second big point is that you got to develop training. Set up training times as your lay missionaries express a willingness to invest time with a particular agency. The outside agency should handle these training times and include fellowship, team building, and knowledge skill building to encourage a strong working relationship between the lay missionary inside your church and the community agency that they're going to partner. The third thing you got to do is you got to activate your missionary focuses forces. How do you do that? The Sunday morning before the lay missionaries enter the community, Host a sending service to celebrate what God is getting ready to do through your church. Think about bringing in a special speaker who will challenge everyone in the congregation to step out of their comfort zone and to be Jesus in the community. I want you to pray over this team. Remember, these are your people who you have challenged to get out of the pew and get back into the streets. And I want you to pray over the, these team members. And then after service that day, host a celebratory dinner on the grounds. Find creative ways to decorate through international flags, special music, food from around the world. Leaders, hear my heart. If we're going to revitalize our churches, we can't just look inside. We have to be a people that constantly look outside our, our walls. And while your lay missionaries will not be traveling far, use the sending service to send a subtle message to your church members that the church is invested in others locally and around the world. Hear my heart. God is moving in the life of the church and in the communities that you serve in today. And when the church comes outside her walls and begins to serve the community like never before, that's when lives are changed. That's when God blesses your efforts. That's when the community notices your church. That's when people say, hey, that's a church who cares for the underdog. That's a church who loves me. That's a church that helps our community. That's a church I want to be a part of. My friends, revitalization is not easy, but we cannot be just an inward focused people. We also have to be outwardly focused. And I want to challenge you this week to be great commission people. Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out. From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.